0: you can watch Today in the Word on Sunday mornings at 10 a.m. on ABC, channel 6.1. Join us as we broadcast Calvary Chapel Caldwell's Sunday morning church services, where Pastor Bob teaches you how to apply the truths in your Bible to your everyday experiences
1: so that you might enjoy a better life. What, what is the thorn in the flesh? Well, uh, it isn't like a little tiny sticker, uh, but the word there indicates like a tent stake, right? It was a, it was a big deal in his life, and uh, we know that uh, it, it could be uh, when he was in Lystra, and he got beat up, and he got stoned, we, we know that people get brain damage from getting hit in the head, so we don't know if he had some sort of, you know, headaches, or, or whatever he had uh, because of some permanent damage. I mean, who knows what could happen if people throw rocks at you till you die. Uh, I mean, pain, or, or it could have been his eyes. Uh, he had problems with his eyes, and he's saying, look, the Lord allowed this to happen to me so that I wouldn't get prideful. Now, this won't fly on positive confession tv in america in 2023 <laughs> it's like here's the most spiritual guy that you could think of in the new testament outside of jesus and he's saying you know when i served jesus he allowed this thorn in the flesh and i mean it could have been his eyes uh there in galatians 4 when he was talking to him he said uh you know that because of uh physical infirmity i preach the gospel to you at first and my trial, which was in the flesh, you did not despise or reject. For I bear witness that, if possible, you would have plucked out your own eyes and given them to me. So verse 15, where he's saying, you would have given me your own eyes, uh, it's insinuating that he had some issue with his eyes, a disease or an illness or whatever it might have been. And he's saying, hey, you would have gave me your eyes. And so we don't know exactly what he prayed for three times to get rid of, whether it was some physical problem from being stoned in Lystra or an issue with his eyes. But what we do know is that Paul, who is a very spiritual man, uh, uh, thought that if I could be healed from this problem, I could serve the Lord better. And he prayed, and he prayed, and he prayed, and God said, no. You're like, are we in the wrong church? <laughs> Aren't you supposed to be saying that God does whatever we want, and as long as we blab it, then we can grab it? No, that that's that's not... That's not what the Bible teaches, right? I mean, certainly the Lord hears our prayers, but uh, and He hears Paul's prayers, right? But God doesn't always do what we want, and I think that's important to understand because Christianity is not about us telling God what to do, but Christianity is about us humbling ourselves and recognizing that we're sinners, need to be saved by grace, and that we want to surrender to Him and follow Him and accomplish His His plans and purposes for our life. That. God created us for good works that we were foreordained to walk in, and so it's important for us to be reminded that he's God and we're not, right? We're, we're his children, and when my kids were little, sometimes they would get this confused. We would be talking about uh, something, and whether they broke something or hit somebody or whatever, and I would be telling them, you can't do this, and you can't, and then they would start talking to me, and I'd say, whoa, now here's what the Bible says, fathers are to teach their children. Now, if you're talking and I'm listening, I can't be doing the teaching, right? So you need to stop talking and I need to talk so I can teach and you can learn, right? And they'd be like, what? Anyway, but, right, but that's how it is with us, that we need to listen to what God tells us, how to live life, how to navigate life. And then he has specific things for every one of us. And we need to hear God's voice and to be able to be led to do what he calls us to do. And it's different for every single person. All of the apostles didn't travel around and get beat up all the time. I mean, Paul was the best at that. But uh, there were apostles that stayed in Jerusalem, right? They had church every week. And so to recognize uh, that Paul prayed and he, he didn't, God said no. And, and he goes on in verse 9, he says, And he said to me, My grace is sufficient for you, for my strength is made perfect in weakness. Therefore, most gladly, I will rather boast in my infirmities than the, uh, that the power of Christ may rest upon me. Now, sometimes God allows us afflictions in our life, uh, like the Apostle Paul, to protect us from pride. And sometimes, uh, you know, that God allows uh, trials and difficulties infliction, uh, afflicts us, allows us to be inflicted with things to get us on the right path. Sometimes we're going on the wrong path. And I think it's a very beneficial thing that we experience pain, you know, in our physical body, right? Uh, when my son, Steve, the drummer, was a little kid, uh, we had a wood stove, and his mom used to run in front of our wood stove when it was hot and, and stop Steve from touching. It. I don't know how old he was, two, maybe one. I can't remember exactly. But uh, and I would you know, one day, Zeus was gone, and I tell him no, but he ran over there, and I said, don't touch it, and, you know, I'm like, well, the best way to learn is like, ah, hot, yeah, it's hot, and so guess what? He never touched it again, because he has these pain receptors in his fingers, right, to talk, and sometimes that's how it is with us, right? Some of you are kind of strong-willed, or, you know, stubborn, and God says, don't touch, it's hot, it'll burn you, and you're like, oh, what does God know? And God will allow you to be burned. Why? So then, oh, that's bad, right? And that is a good thing. And I actually think it's one of the uh, reasons we have so many problems in our society is because the wealth of our society, now people can do drugs openly on the street in cities in America, and now I, I read that they're passing out, you know, straws to snort their cocaine and needles to shoot up heroin and foil to heat up their crack, and, and, and no consequences. There's no, there's land, whatever. And so it is good that we have consequences because it helps us to, to learn, oh, that's bad, right? And so Paul prayed, Lord, heal me of this, and God didn't heal him. And, and I think, you know, Paul was saying, it was good for me because he tried to look at the good. It helped me to not to become so prideful. And I think it's important for all of us to realize that all of us go through trials. It's part of life all of us have adversity and difficulty. And if you pray and God doesn't answer your prayer the way you want, that doesn't mean God doesn't love you. In fact, he does love you, right? And he knows what he's doing. He knows what's best for you. And Paul recognized that God knew what was best for him. And even though he prayed and God said, my, my grace is sufficient for you. In other words, he's like, Paul, you're gonna have to live with it. And, and my grace is gonna help you to navigate it. And Paul recognized uh, that that he had a bent towards being prideful because he was so blessed. And so he said, hey, God allowed this thorn in the flesh that I wouldn't be prideful. Then Proverbs 16, it says, verse 18, pride goes before destruction and a haughty spirit before a fall. And then in Psalm 119, David said, before I was afflicted, I went astray, but now I keep your word. It is good for me that I have been afflicted, that I may learn your statute. So David, who was a man after God's own heart, David said, I was going astray and that God afflicted him and that brought him back on the right path. In fact, David said, it was good that I was afflicted, that I would learn your statutes. And so uh, to recognize sometimes uh, God allows things in our lives for purposes that we don't necessarily understand, but we will when we get to heaven, but sometimes he allows things in our lives to change, us, to, to change direction. Sometimes he allows it to help us if we're being prideful, whatever it might be. But to realize that's part of the normal Christian life, to, to go through trials. In fact, in James chapter 1, it says rejoice in various trials, uh, that when you learn from them, that you can develop your spirituality, and become more mature. And so Paul goes on and says in verse 10, Therefore, I take pleasure in infirmities. <clears throat> now, how many of you like that verse? <laughs> in reproaches, in needs, in persecutions, in distresses. For Christ's sake, for when I am weak, then I am strong. So as a Christian, uh, when you think you're strong spiritually, the truth is that's when you are in most danger. When, when you come to church and someone says to you, man, do you ever struggle with temptation and sin? And you say, nope, I'm so spiritual. I'm never tempted and I've never sinned. <laughs> right? Look out, woo, right? Because the reality is, is that pride is at the root of all sin. Right? And so, when we think I don't need to read my Bible, I don't need to go to church, I don't need to pray because I'm just pure as pure can be, <laughs> right? uh, then then we are in trouble because uh, it's been said an unguarded strength is a double weakness. In other words, something that you think you're really strong at, watch out because then you think, oh, I don't have to guard against that, right? Uh, but we know that the Bible tells us in First Corinthians ten twelve, Paul said to those Corinthians, he said, therefore let him who thinks he stands take heed lest he fall. In other words, the person who thinks I'm never going to fall, I'll never do that, take heed lest you fall. And as I read that today, it just reminded me of many people, many Christians I've known over the years who've said to me, oh, Pastor Bob, I would never do that. Kind of with a disdain for the people who were doing it. And then five years later, they were doing the very same thing, right? And uh, so he says, uh, he says, <clears throat> therefore let him who thinks he stands take heed lest he fall. So watch out, right? And then I love this, verse 13 of 1 Corinthians 10, no temptation has overtaken you except as common to man, but God is faithful, who will not allow you to be tempted beyond what you were able, but with the temptation will also make a way of escape that you may be able to bear it. So God is always going to make a way for you to escape from whatever temptation comes your way, and you need to look for it. You need to pray. And God is warning all of us that Whatever person thinks, hey, I'll never do that. I'll never commit adultery. I'll never watch porn. I'll never get addicted to alcohol. I'll never get addicted to this or that. That person needs to watch out because, uh, you know, the Bible says, take heed lest you fall. And so we need to humble ourselves and say, hey, Lord, help me to recognize that I I could, you know, get on the wrong path very easily. And God, help me resist temptation. God, help me to see the way of escape when temptation does come. And, and God will help us. And, and I think this is an important part of the Christian life is to recognize that temptation, that trials, that adversity, that that's a normal part of the Christian life. It, you know, if someone were to say to you, uh, yeah, I've been a Christian for 40 years and I've never had any trials. You'd be like, huh, wonder what's going on there. The Bible says there's a war between the kingdom of darkness and the kingdom of light. And the kingdom of darkness wants to ruin your life and ruin your family, right? <clears throat> now, it is true that when you seek God, and you get up every morning, and you pray, and you read the Bible, and you say, Lord, I surrender to you, and I will do whatever you want me to, as we were singing that song, I'll make room for you today, Lord, whoever you want me to talk to, whatever you want me to do, you you pray that, and you do that every day, your life is going to be infinitely better, because God is going to lead you to do things that Jesus modeled for us, to love people, to serve people, to help people, and when you do that, it just produces a better life. Then when you get up in the morning and say, Woo! I'm awesome. All right, world, here I come, right? And then you go to work and get in a fight with somebody, and, uh, right? So uh, we just need to recognize that, you know, sometimes we get this idea that the Christian life is things are always easy and there's no difficulty and trials don't happen to spiritual people, right? I mean, yeah, we have trials. Everybody does. The Apostle Paul had trials. We're going to stop there because we're out of time.
0: Thank you for joining us for Today in the Word. We'd like to share with you a couple of things that are going on here at Calvary Chapel. We would like to tell you a little bit about our Pure Word ministry. Pure Word is a ministry that helps people with life-controlling issues such as alcohol, drug, and pornography addiction. Jesus said, my yoke is easy and my burden is light. Our desire is to help people break free from the heavy yoke of life-controlling issues. Pure Word meets every Tuesday night at 7 p.m. here at Calvary Chapel Caldwell. For more information, call 453-9653 or visit us on the web at calvarycaldwell.com.
1: Calvary Chapel Caldwell would like to invite you to our Saturday night service at 7 p.m. This is an alternative for those who cannot make it to our Sunday morning services. Like us on Facebook at Calvary Chapel Caldwell or check out our website at calvarycaldwell.com. You can watch Today in the Word on Sunday mornings at 10.30 a.m. on the CW Channel 2.2 Join us as we broadcast Calvary Chapel Caldwell's Sunday morning church services, where Pastor Bob teaches you how to apply the truth in your Bible to your everyday experiences so that you
0: might enjoy a better life. If you would like a copy of Pastor Bob's message today in its entirety, you can call us at 208-453-9653 during the hours of 9 a.m. to 5 p.m. If you're not currently attending a church and are in the Caldwell area, we'd like to invite you to one of our services. Yeah.